Welcome to Mastering Your Happiness podcast. I'm your host, Usna Living, a stress management trainer and cancer survivor. This podcast is here to equip you with life-changing skills so you can finally live a happy and fulfilling life. Hey, dear listener, thank you for joining me for today's episode. We are here today to talk about the adult that had to grow up in a home which had a lot of domestic violence taking place. And we need to have this conversation because it's it's not normal for a child to witness one of their parents' life being in danger and growing up in what I'd call a war zone. And Aristotle says that, give me a child until the age of seven and I'll show you the man. What this goes to show is that the first years of a child's life are crucial to their brain development. Neurons are being formed and there's a lot of growth and development taking place. So early childhood experiences will have a far greater impact because these adults had to grow up in a home that was not safe for them. When their brains were developing, the impact can be dramatic and long-lasting. They spent this period of growth and developing in their childhood surrounded with anger, violence and aggression. So they'll definitely develop neurons that mirror the same and this shapes their beliefs about life how they interpret situations, people, and all that way into their adult life and even as parents, which then governs their thought patterns and how they show up in life. So this episode is going to focus on healing that adult who was a child that had to grow up in domestic violence. And before we dive in, for the adult who was physically and verbally abused, then the best way to start healing is to actually seek professional help given how deep such wounds go, and maybe just listen to this episode just to get additional ways on how to begin healing. But getting professional help would be the best course of action. So how do you know that it affected you growing up, especially if none of that violence was actually directed at you as a child? I'd urge you to have a conversation with a friend who never even once had to experience one of their parents being pushed and hitting their head on the wall, never had to see one of their parents being slapped across the face or being called stupid and useless. Tell them what you saw. Tell them what you had to experience growing up. And I promise you, the look on their face will let you know that whatever you experienced was not normal. Because what you'll notice is like that they're, they're listening to a horror story. And after having a conversation about your experiences now, compare the beliefs that they have about partnerships and people in general, then you'd know that your childhood was taken away from you by an irresponsible adult. Now, most adults who grew up in violent homes haven't even begun the healing process, especially if none of that violence was directed at them. Because you get so many people telling you that was between your parents and it has nothing to do with you. And then you think that because you were not hit, then you have no right to feel violated in any way. Well, I... Saw a clip a while back of a guy who was employed by Facebook to check and remove any content that showed harm and aggression from the Facebook platform. And in the clip, he narrates how after a few months, he noticed there was a problem in his mental health and had to resign from Facebook. The hours he spent looking at these videos with self-harm, aggression, videos with violence and suicides led him to quit his job. And when this clip was recorded, when I was watching it, he was being treated for PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Now, this is an adult who knew too well what they were getting into. This was a job. So what makes you think it is any way near okay for a 5-year-old, 10, 12-year-old to see violence and aggression in their home? 
And suddenly, nobody could tell the guy working at Facebook to concentrate on removing the videos and that they had nothing to do with him. So why would anyone say that to someone that grew up experiencing aggression and the risk of one of their parents physically harming the other? So prolonged exposure to domestic violence as a child is actually no different from what soldiers experience in military combat. The child actually feels physical pain just by observing the violence inflicted on a loved one because their neurons are attuned, their emotions are attuned to their primary caregivers. And there's a clinical psychologist, Richard, who explains that although a person who suffered as a child may find it difficult to recall the details because then their brain is trying to block what was happening, they will never forget how it felt. Inside, this child grows up to become an adult that feels anything but calm and secure. So the first step to healing is to accept that domestic violence is not normal. A child watching one of their parents being hurt is not normal. And this child grows up forming these neural pathways that are adapted towards survival above anything else. Growing up in such environments exposes you to a lot of anxiety, anger, aggression, feeling unsafe low self-esteem for those who felt helpless as children and they think that they should have done something. And you grow up to become an adult with a heightened sense of hypervigilance or heightened ability to detect a threat. And this skill was developed from an early age because this child had to read body language and understand non-verbal communication to figure out how that night was going to turn out. And now as an adult, any sudden noise, anything that even remotely echoes the violence of their past, since their heart racing. And these are all classic symptoms of PTSD. That's exactly what their childhood was, a combat zone. So then the best way to heal is to take care of that wounded child. After accepting that that childhood was not okay, and that feeling of being safe with your primary givers was taken away from you, then the second step would be taking care of that wounded child, trying to form new neurons or other neural pathways in your brain, pathways of feeling safe in your own capacity as an adult. Especially for the adult right now who is dealing with anxiety, the best way to start is to practice breath work, a lot of breath work. It can be a form of meditation, but then you don't have to go the spiritual way. You can just sit and be present with your breath. Meditation will make you notice that, that there is a quietness, a calmness and, and a softness in you. Something that you never experienced since childhood. And there are many guided meditations. But if you are beginning, then breath work would be the best place to start your journey. And maybe meditation is a new thing for you. So take time to explore the different types of meditations and what works best for you. But this is the one method that I have seen gives tremendous help in bringing back that feeling of safety. Because what happens when a child gets to see their, one of their parents being in danger and their heart is normally racing, that means they have turned on the fight or flight response. And constantly turning on this fight or flight response due to this hypervigilance and a lot of unpredictability happening in their homes. Then the child grows up to become an adult with a dysregulated nervous system. And the best way to regulate the nervous system is actually through breath work. I remember when I was in high school, whenever we were about to go to stage, we were being told to take 10 breaths. 
And right now, I get to understand that taking in, breathing in deeply and breathing out deeply in a sense of calmness kicks on that what we call the parasympathetic system, which is responsible for bringing you some sense of calmness. So breath work is very important. And if you are this child that did not experience a lot of safety, then right now as an adult, do focus on bringing back that calmness, that safety that you didn't have as a child. Nobody should walk around with emotional wounds that a child develops when growing up in domestic violence. And if you're this adult, then accept that your childhood was not safe and nowhere near normal. Heal that wounded child by cultivating a safe space for him or her. Read books and and listen to podcasts that will support your healing. But what I've seen has worked in the circles that I've been in, the conversation that I've held with various people who were raised in such childhood is meditation and doing a lot of breath work in the morning, in the evening, before you sleep, before you go to bed and teaching your body to know that right now you are safe. You don't need to be hypervigilant about life, about people that have not given you any reason to but only because you were raised in an environment that did not give you safety and your body has adapted to mirror that kind of childhood way into your adulthood. And I think healing is very important because then if we don't heal, we pass it on to the next generation, to our children, not necessarily being violent, but the beliefs that we carried from that type of childhood. So it is important for you to begin your healing journey and trying to take care of that wounded inner child inside you thank you for joining me for today's episode and if there's someone that came to mind while listening to today's show that means they would greatly benefit from it so do share with them and do send me a direct message on my socials usna living my website is usnaliving.com you can look at some of the blog posts that i've done there maybe there's something that would support your journey at the moment 